welcome to another episode of Talking to Myself. I'm your host, Jake Letizia, and this is the podcast where I look into a camera and I talk to myself. How you doing? How's it going? I hope you're doing good. I hope you're doing fine. It's not that hot in this room, which is great. The, 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 the summer is subsiding. The heat is calming the fuck down, and I feel better for it. Mentally, physically, I feel like a better human being because I'm not constantly sweating my fucking face off. When you're not in a consistent state of melting down to your fucking skeleton, you you feel better as a human being. You feel more mentally refreshed. You feel physically refreshed. You just feel fucking good, dude. You feel fucking good when you go outside and you're like, oh, I can breathe. And also, fuck the summer, dude. I'm done with it. I'm done with the summer. What? The summer stinks. <laughs> I'm over it, bro. I've complained about the summer so many times on this podcast. Okay? I've complained about that friend who's always like, let's just go do something. Let's go do something. Oh, it's, it's, it's hot out. Let's go do something. Why? You have no reason for it. I don't want to do things where there's no reason to do it. In the winter, it's so fucking cold that you need to bundle up to go outside. And when you need to bundle up to go outside, you need to really want to go somewhere. The place you're going to needs to sound exciting enough in pitch format for you to be like, all right, let me put on my super thick socks. Okay, let me put on some snow boots and three layers because because the thing you said sounded so much fucking fun that I gotta be there. In the summer, you're like, yeah, I'll go to that thing and there's seven other things around it that, I, that are also going on. So let's just bop around. The summer is fleeting, dude. The winter is about fucking commitment. I've been saying this, dude. The summer is for fucking and the winter is for love and I'm a goddamn romantic, okay? I am, dude. I would much rather kiss a woman in two feet of snow on a street corner in the middle of fucking New York than then fuck next to a fan, you know? Fuck next to an AC that's wet. You're both wet as shit for the wrong reasons. Just fucking, you smell and taste disgusting. Fuck that shit, dude. In the winter, everyone tastes good, bro. Everyone smells fine. Or at least it's, it's on you. In the summer, people are stinky and, and, and tangy because, because of the world, right? But in the winter, your fucking funky smell or tangy taste, it's on you, dude. <laughs> right? I can decide how I feel about your hygiene in the winter. But in the summer, I don't know what's going on with you because it's not your fault, you know? which might benefit some people and be bad for other people. But what I'm saying is the winter is more honest. <laughs> In the winter, you get to see who people are for who they really are. You get to see the genuine person in their core. In the summer, you it's all lies, dude. In the summer, people complain about your outfits. Bro, in the winter, you can get as silly or weird with your outfit as you want. You can, because you bundle up and then you take it off. Do you know what I'm saying? You can wear an amazing, crazy looking outfit that, that will be revealed to the world once you get to the bar. But in the summer, don't talk to me about, my, about a t-shirt and jeans not being good enough. It's so fucking hot. It doesn't, we shouldn't be wearing anything, you know? It's so fucking hot that no one should be dressed. And you're complaining about my outfit? I'm going to become a fucking nudist, dude. 
New York in the summer, 97 degrees. I'm a nudist now. The subway should have be okay. You should allow to be nude in the subway. All right? I'll wear a fucking dick sock. I, j- I just need to stop sweating. Anyway, the summer stinks. <laughs> I'm done with it, dude. I'm ready for the winter. I'm ready to fall in love. I'm ready to go on dates that are cute and romantic. I'm done with this fucking, hey, you up? I'm done with you up, dude. The summer's for you up, dude. I'm not. I'm asleep. I'm fucking toasted. I'm catching some Z's, dude. I'm not trying to come, okay? Okay? You invite me to dinner, I'll come out. Let me make sure the sound is good. Hello, hello. Yes, it all sounds good. Tight. Should have probably just checked this off the top, but I'm a dumb motherfucker. Okay. People think you want that, dude. I don't. Guess what? I don't want that. People people think that you want to just... They're like, oh, God, men want to just fuck. I don't, dude. I want to be wined and dined, dude. I want to be convinced that you're worth fucking. <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I like, dude. I like to convince someone that I'm worth it, and I like to be convinced that they're worth it. I don't like when an attractive woman is just like, you want to fuck me? Guess what? I don't. I do. Like, physically, you're beautiful, but do I, does that mean shit? No. Not to me. Not anymore, dude. I'm, I'm done with it. <laughs> Beautiful men, shut the fuck up, dude. Get a personality. Everyone who's beautiful and coasts on that, get a personality, okay? Quick. Because if I start talking about funerals and you say, ooh, this is too dark of a conversation, I'm out. I'm walking out, dude. <laughs> Fuck the summer. Anyway, sorry that the podcast didn't come out for a week. <laughs> Last week I was about to do the podcast and my internet was out and that made me want to kill everyone I know and myself, dude. It made me want to kill everyone I know and myself. There's nothing worse than your internet going out. And it's also depressing about how much it fucking makes you feel like shit that you don't have internet. Every time there's no internet, it makes you realize how fucking addicted and dependent you are on the thing. And to be fair, I mean, a thing that felt good was I wasn't really that. I mean, I was like, fuck it. I was like, oh, fuck it. Uh, not having internet could be a blessing in disguise. I could focus on not going on YouTube. I could focus on not like wasting my day on Instagram. I could just focus on writing, uh, 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 cutting, th- editing shit. I can work on like making things happen, but then I'm like, yeah, but I'm all, everything I would work on. I would then need the internet to upload. I was like, oh yeah, it would be fun to do the podcast since there's no internet. I, I have all the time in the world to do it, but also when I upload it, I'm going to have to use a hotspot. Now it's going to take 17 hours. Anyway, also I called up Spectrum. Bro, what the fuck is wrong with Spectrum, dude? I hate I hate them. I hate them, man. I don't like to hate things. I don't like to hate people. I don't like to hate companies. I don't like to hate entire entities. <laughs> 
but I hate Spectrum. It's a dog shit company, and I don't understand it. Two different times I have asked for a, a person to come check on the shit, check on our internet, and two different times they did not show up at all. And there's no call saying they're not going to show up. There's no warning that they're not going to show up. It says, first of all, you get an appointment, f- an appointment for noon. Then you get an automated message and a text saying the guy's coming at 1257. The appointment's at noon, motherfucker. It's at noon. Come at 1215 the latest. Anyway... It says, it says Hector's coming at 1257. 1257 comes around. Wh- where the fuck is Hector, dude? Then another fucking two hours go by. He's not there. Where the fuck is he? The one time they did show up, they came two hours late, and then they ha- and the guy was like, I don't want to climb your fire escape because it's wet out, so they he, I had to get away another day for another guy. What? I, t- I talked about that on the podcast. It's it's on some earlier episode. If you want to hear about it, go check it out. I mean, it's probably not worth your time. <laughs> you probably don't need to hear me complain about Spectrum for two fucking hours. You know what I'm saying? You could just listen to this one. But you get the gist. It's Spectrum sucks. And then now the thing that's bothering me is I called Spectrum when the internet was out uh, uh, on Saturday. And the guy was like, or on Friday. And the guy was like, my internet was out for two days straight for no reason. And this guy is trying to contact my modem because, oh, I can't contact your modem, so it's definitely the modem and not your routers. And I was like, okay, cool. Okay, at least I know what the problem is. And he goes, we'll send somebody out on Saturday. Can you do that? And I was like, no, I can't because i gotta, I'm got to be somewhere at 7 Sunday at noon. Hector didn't come Sunday at noon. Didn't show up. So then, the but the internet was back. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It's very funny. I, I was not that mad at Hector because the internet was working so my anger and frustration hinged completely on whether or not i had internet in that moment and thankfully for him i did (laughs) right the karen turns on when the thing's not working you know what i'm saying we all have that karen in us anyway so so the internet stopped working last night suddenly so then i last night i called up spectrum again I had to wait like a half hour. Not too bad. But I wait a half hour. A woman comes on who sounds like she does not want to be working. And she starts telling me that the modem is fine. That it's definitely my routers. And I was like, you're contacting the modem right now? And she goes, I mean, I, I'm checking like to see like it's connectivity. And it's had a 100% connection for the past eight weeks. And I was like, can you even see that data? And she goes, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Like you've had no bad connection. And I was like. Okay, then what what was that guy talking about? He couldn't contact my modem the other day. And she goes, I don't know. He would he should have been able to contact it. And I was like, yeah, but he didn't though. And that guy was being nice and you're being mean. So who am I going to believe? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even if that guy's wrong, he was polite enough to me for me to not agree with you. Do you know what I'm saying? Like he was putting effort forward. He was taking his time. He did 17 more checks than you did. And also, at a certain point, he was like, hey, 914, what are you? What Are you a Westchester guy? And I was like, oh, yeah. And he's like, where in Westchester? And I told him. And he's like, oh, yeah, me too. I'm, 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 near, I'm near Rockland. And I was like, oh, cool, man. Thanks. That's nice. That's a nice way to connect with me. A guy who's having a bad time. Meanwhile, this woman was like, yeah, it's your router. It's your fucking router. I mean, I guess I could send a technician if you want. And I was like, yeah, just send somebody. And she goes, okay, Wednesday at 8 a.m. What the fuck, dude? 
It's Monday. It's Monday at midnight. No, it's Monday at 10.30. You're going to send a guy so all fucking day tomorrow I'm not going to have internet? Fuck this shit. Right now it's Tuesday. Fuck that. Tuesday night. Fuck that. So, the podcast is a little late, but what are you going to do? Sometimes, sometimes the world shits in your mouth, dude. Sometimes fate hates you. <laughs> sometimes the world decides you're going to be fucked for a week, you know? I don't know. I just got to get this internet fixed because, like... Like, I, I, I edit for work. I got to send people shit. Like, it's, I can't not be connected, you know? We live in a remote society now, bro. A lot of people work from home, bro. I got to fucking connect with, with the people who pay me money, dude. Hell yeah. Big dick behind me, bro. If you're, if you're, uh, if you didn't hear that, somebody just revved their fucking engine on my street. Hell yeah. Huge penis, dude. Every time somebody revs their car and drives down a, a street that I'm next to, I just want to be like, hell yeah, your dick is so big, dude. I want to like, I want to like stop them, open the car and be like, let me see it right now, dude. Take it out. I want to see that thing, dude. I want to see, bro, you basically just yelled to the street. I got a big ass dick. Let me see that thing right now, dude. Pop your penis out. I'm going to eat it, dude. I'm going to suck it. The guy gets all uncomfortable. What are you doing, bro? You're being fucking weird, dude. You're being fucking gay, dude. I don't give a shit, bro. You revved so hard. I want to suck that dick, dude. <laughs> That's my favorite way to deal with uh, machismo or someone just trying to be like real fucking in your face masculine. I love to just be like, bro, I'm going to fuck it. I'm going to kiss you on the mouth right now, dude. Because usually when somebody's overly machismoed, they're a little homophobic, right? So I like to play into it. <laughs> I like to push it to the limit, you know? I would kiss on a ma I would kiss a man on the mouth for revving his engine too loud. <laughs> just just to make him fucking never do it again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> People talk about queer baiting. No, I'm queer enforcing, dude. <laughs> I'll be gay for a split second to t teach you a lesson, you know? <laughs> um Yeah. I'm like scratching something behind me. Sorry if you're hearing that on the audio. Is that or is that the mic? Wait, am I, am I static on here? Or is that just... No, I think I'm just scraping against something. Yeah, sorry. The chair the chair was scraping against a wire and I thought it was the mic getting all... Uh, hissy. Um, no. Anyway. Um, a friend of mine had a good date. Is hopping from nonsense topic to nonsense topic. A friend of mine had a good date um, recently, and uh, it made me very happy when he told me about it. It made me very excited. 
He was telling me that this is like this was the best date of his life. Like he was telling me that like he really fucking they hit it off and she's so beautiful and he likes her a lot and she likes him and he was just he was just telling me the 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 feeling you have, the feeling I've had, the feeling you listening have had when you just go on a date and you're amazed at the fact that it's working so well. You're 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 fucking your brain is is having little explosions happen inside of it because you're like, I cannot believe that that this is all working because it's it's almost impossible. And an impossible thing is happening because to meet somebody is already hard to meet someone you like is even harder to to hit it off with someone for several hours is insanely difficult to then start kissing somebody and the kissing be great is another fucking what that th- this shouldn't happen what's up i'm back so sorry about that uh there's a there was a random cut because the cpu overheated so i guess i was wrong dude summer's still here in full force and it's overheating my fucking computer but the the door is open now and then it's a little less uh fucking toasty in here i changed my shirt because i was a little sweaty <laughs> same color shirt though i probably didn't even need to say it but just in case someone was watching being like, is that a different black t-shirt? It is, dude. Um, but what I was saying was the, th- the thing about dates that go well, super well like that, and then you don't go on another one, the fucked up thing that, that happens is you start to question just like the entire way you think. And men, women, tons of people, all kinds of friends of mine have told me about this kind of experience of the great date that doesn't follow up, that that doesn't become two great dates. And it just, because the, the, the rough thing about it is when somebody tells you about a great first date where, and you don't go on another one, the person hearing the story is like, well, it probably wasn't as good of a first date as you think. <laughs> Which, sometimes that's true. Sometimes your friend is telling you about a great date and the reality of it is that person's got, is not self-aware enough and they got a bad perception on what happened and the date was not good. But also, you, having been on one of those dates that doesn't lead to a second, you understand that like this person... If you know the person well enough to know that they are self-aware, they do know what people are thinking they are good about feeling uh, someone's energy someone's vibe they're 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 good about knowing like does this person actually like me or not when you meet when you know your friend is self-aware enough to not lie to you about something like that and you know yourself to have had that same weird experience that's when you lock in and you go yeah man fuck i i need i need you to know that you're not crazy <laughs> that's what you really want from somebody in that moment when somebody, when you go on a great date and you don't go on the, a second one for whatever reason, you you just want someone to tell you, hey man, that really happened. You really did have a good time. The person really did like you. You really did like them. And there's no more. There's no more and you're not crazy and it's okay. And you'll never know the reason why you didn't go on another one, but it is what it is. <laughs> there might be a very specific reason that someone might've gotten the ick in a weird specific way towards you who knows or maybe the person's just not ready for another relationship maybe they just got out of a relationship who the fuck knows there's many reasons why the person 
might not have wanted to see you for a second time. But whatever it was, it doesn't negate the fact that, that you did have a good time and that reason is separate from that good time. That's what you want to hear. You want to hear somebody be like, hey man, sometimes you get one great date and just be happy with the one. <laughs> Least you got to make out, dude. Sometimes you have a great first date, you don't get to make out at all. Sometimes you got a great first date, you end up fucking. Like sometimes, like whatever the date was, take it for what it was and be like, that was a cool connection with one person one time. And, be, and, and I'm happy with that. I'm happy I got at least that. That person was cool enough and I liked them enough and they liked me enough where the one time was a good time and that's the time. That's all the time. You only get a certain amount of time with different kinds of people in your life and you and you got to just accept the time you get with them. And um yeah, I don't know. I guess this has just been something I've been thinking about a lot uh, recently. Because somebody that I had a... I talked about in the podcast, the the, the meat cute. Um, that, that was the last time I was like actually interested in anybody. And that wasn't too long ago. What was that, like four weeks ago now? Three weeks ago now? But... That's kind of what it is, man. Sometimes you only have a good... I mean, I guess it makes sense. I've I've talked about this. I talked this to death on the podcast. But, like, there's so many fucking people in the world. You're only compatible with a few of them. It makes sense that every six months you're going to have a good date. It makes sense that maybe one... Maybe three times a year you go on a date with somebody who is fu- who you fucking link up with and it's amazing. If you're lucky. Sometimes it's once a year. But that makes sense. There's millions of people in the fucking world and you're not compatible with most of them. You're not long-term compatible with most human beings. A lot of us can fuck, but not a lot of us can hang out successfully. (laughs) You know? And that makes sense. Like, you shouldn't... It's easy to get mad about that stuff. It's easy to get down on yourself, but that makes sense when you break it down think about your friends dude you got a bunch of friends that you know but you don't want to hang out with them and then you got friends who you know really well and you would love to hang out with them and that's very rare right it's very rare to find a good friend who you can spend 17 hours with right it's very hard to find a good friend who you could talk to for fucking seven hours and, and feel like, hey, I, I can't wait to see this person again and spend this much time with them again. That's a rare person, dude. So why do you think it's going to be easy to find somebody who you could spend a month with, you know? You could spend the rest of your life with. Even motherfuckers who you enjoy several hours with, if you had to spend every day with them, if you had to live with them, you would hate them. <laughs> I've had friends who are my best friends who I love to fucking death. And the moment they're like, hey, would you like to room together? I I would go, no. Because if you don't become friends through a roommate situation, then 
it's 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 hard to be friends and then become roommates because you're changing the friendship. You're the friendship you form. Part of it is living together. Do you know what I'm saying? So part of so you so you're under there are certain conditions you both are setting for setting out for each other where you're like well we can be friends and live together we got to figure it like but we also have to understand that we live together. I don't know if any of that fucking made sense. But when you're just friends, it's like, hey, man, let's hang out. Let's get wild. Let's get crazy. But you're like, I don't know if I want to share a living space with this person. I don't know if this person understands the ru- the rules that I have in my brain about living together. The rules of, uh, uh, you know, let's keep the, the apartment clean, but our rooms are, are to our own discretion. <laughs> you know? Let's both do the dishes, but it can, it can, you know, you don't, I'm not going to pressure you to do it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'll do them. Sometimes you do them. If one of us feels like the other one's not doing it all the time, like we could say it, just don't be shitty. Like, I don't, I don't know the inherent rules within your brain for how to live with somebody. And I don't want to find out that you suck to live with and it to sever our entire friendship. But then that's what we're looking for. We're looking for a roommate. We're looking for a life partner. We're looking for a best friend. And we're looking for a person to fuck. It's almost impossible to find somebody where all those things work. Even with compromises. even Even with you being... She's not exactly what I want, but I I love the shit out of all these other aspects of her. Even with you settling in some way, it's still fine to hard a mother, find a motherfucker who you can do all those things with. So it makes sense that you have a good a good time very few times on dates. But also, it doesn't make sense for you to not go on that second date. <laughs> Shit happens so rarely that what are you doing? And some people might be listening to this and being like, um, I go on great dates all the time. And I would say, I think you lie to yourself. (laughs) I think a lot of people, uh, pretend to fall in love. That's what I think. I think a lot of people think they, a lot of people like the idea of love and they like the idea of, of, of their relationship going really well. So they, they create that narrative for themselves. And then the rest of the world reacts accordingly. You know what I'm saying? Like you've met the couple who's like, oh, we're so good together. We're so happy. We love each other so much. And then you watch them argue uh, almost to the point of, of, of one of them slap, of, of the woman slapping the man. That you're like, oh yeah, I mean, no, no amount of words can, can convince me against the truth of how fucked up your relationship is. Do you know, you know what I'm saying? Like your relationship is bad, dude, but you like to live in a world where all of them are good. But then every time you tell me about all your relationships, they're dog shit. They're real bad. If that's what love is, then I don't want any part of it. People like to pretend. People don't like. People don't like to, to 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 accept the truth of a situation. They like to. They like to create the situation for themselves, which is a weird fucking thing that people do. They like to create a situation for themselves instead of making 
a good situation, they go, well, this is what I'll pretend it is. <laughs> and as long as I pretend, I might believe it. I've met many people who, who pretend their relationships are good. And it's weird because then everyone around them talks about how, how bad it is. And you wish you could tell the person. That's the weird thing is that you like you watch relationships crumble and you watch people in bad things. And so many of us don't say shit. We're just quiet. We all talk to each other about how bad their thing is instead of telling the person, hey, you're in a bad thing. But also it's it's hearsay. It's the telephone game, right? You'll hear, you'll hear bad shit about a relationship from other people, but you're not close enough to that person to be the one to say, hey, I think you might want to not be a part of that thing. I don't know. That's why it's important to, when you do have a friend who's in a bad thing, t- tell them. Tell them until you can't anymore. <laughs> If they want to leave their partner and they give you good reasons to, encourage it until you can't anymore. Encourage it until uh, they get engaged. (laughs) And then go, I can't be a part of this, dude. I can't be a part of this shit. Not after everything you've said to me all the time. I can't be a part of this fucking shit. I can't. How am I going to be a part of that? How am I going to be a part of that? If you've told me you hate the person you're going to get married to, and I've told you, hey man, if you really hate her, get out of there. How am I going to be in the audience going, oh, I'm so glad you said I do. I'm going to be the objector, bro. I'm going to, does anyone object to this? I'm going to raise my hand and go, yeah, this motherfucker has been saying she's the worst person in his life for years. Anyway, but do what you, do what you feel. (laughs) What happens if someone objects, right? You just ruined the wedding. It's kind of a bullshit. Does anyone object? No one ever fucking objects. I think I think I saw someone talk about this recently. If you objected, you'd ruin the wedding. You'd be like, "Oh, hey, uh, yeah, they shouldn't be together." Anyway, I can't wait to eat cake because clearly you're not gonna like. It, what if they do? What if you object and then the guy, your friend, realizes like, "Oh yeah, I shouldn't be with you," and then he calls off the wedding, and then you just fucking made him throw. into the trash can, dude. You just made him throw so much money into the garbage. It's financially unsound for you to object at your friend's wedding. Okay? If you you want to object to a friend's wedding, you got to bring bail with you. (laughs) It's just like jail, dude. If you're trying to keep your friend out of jail, if you're trying to keep... A a female friend of yours from marrying a shitty fucking dude? You better bring a hundred thousand dollars (laughs) bond. You better find out how much they putting up. How much they putting up for this wedding? That's the bail money. Hey, I don't think you guys should be. I don't think you guys should be together. And I know this is gonna trigger you into actually not fucking getting married. 
and I got you covered. I got you covered. We can all still hang out. That must be the thing you just think about when you say when you walk away from the the fucking altar. Or if you're the one who paid for the fucking wedding, bro, imagine paying for an entire wedding and then you get stood up at the altar. Dude, all you're thinking about is, god damn, I spent so much fucking money. <laughs> I am never getting married unless I'm fucking rich. That's how I feel, dude. If I'm if I if I'm with somebody who wants a big ass wedding, I'm going to be like, "All right, well, we better get fucking rich first cuz I ain't I ain't paying I ain't paying that shit." I know it's usually the uh it's usually the the father of a the father of the bride pays for the wedding, right? But people don't really stick to tradition anymore, you know. <laughs> people don't aren't very traditional anymore in these times. You know what I'm saying? For better and for worse. And in and in the case of weddings, you know. Removing tradition could leave you in financial ruin. <laughs> Maybe that's why the second date doesn't happen sometimes. Somebody's like, oh my god, I like this guy so much. And they take themselves all the way to the altar. And they're like, damn, but what if he fucking stands me up and then my dad just spent a hundred grand? He's gonna want that money back. <laughs> He's going to want that fucking 50 grand back, dude. I have no idea how much a wedding costs. I guess it all depends on your tax bracket. Damn, dude, the CPU really gets overheated because it gets so fucking stuffy in this room. That's cool. That's cool to know that the that the heat I uh, live in is too hot for the technology I'm sitting next to. That's cool, dude. That's cool, man. That's cool for technology to tell, let you know, like, hey, man, you gotta, you gotta live in a better environment. <laughs> it's cool for my my MacBook to be like, hey, man, you got a sh shitty living situation right now. I guess it's pretty hot in your room if every single uh uh drink with ice in it is is sweating like crazy. I guess that's a, I guess that's a sign that it's pretty fucking hot. That's a little fucking toasty. Where you're spending most of your time. Definitely is less hot in here right now than it was before. Let me double check the audio. <laughs> hello, hello. Yeah, it sounds good still. Cool. I like how I'm just doing random fucking audio checks in the middle of the podcast instead of checking in the beginning. Um. Yeah. I uh. <laughs> I sent a um. A DM recently, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast a while ago of like a platonic DM, and how I have a hard time sending platonic DMs. Um. Not that, not that I have a hard time send like sending something that is just platonic. I'm saying that it's almost impossible to send a DM to somebody that doesn't come off like you're like you're trying to do something. And I think that's inherent in the DM itself. If you DM someone who you don't know that well or who you know enough where you like who's who's not a friend but you're friendly with them, if you then elevate it to a DM, 
I think I'm thinking I'm elevating this to a DM because I want to become closer friends. But most people are are going you're elevating it into let's maybe fuck. And I'm trying not to do that, you know? But then what happens is somebody like I sent a message to somebody being like this joke was very funny. This joke you did was very funny. And and they just read it and didn't respond for a long time and I was like I'm this is platonic. <laughs> like I, I like I was I was sweating it so much that I was like should I should I do another message be like I, I mean it completely platonically dude but then that's weirder that's more weird. So you send that and then uh, thankfully she responded and and then she was like oh thank you so much and I just hearted it and that was it. <laughs> And I'm like, damn, dude, I hope she didn't think, but then someone DM'd me and immediately I, I was like, oh, this is a very nice compliment. Uh, but then I was like, wait, but are they hitting on me? <laughs> so I have the poison in my brain too. Everybody's got this poison in their brain from the fucking term sliding into the DMs. Our culture has made it so that if you want to direct message somebody, you it means you want to fuck them. And maybe you just want to say hello, dude. Maybe you just want to be nice. Somewhere the other night, I messaged them something very... I was very drunk and I messaged them something very genuine. And then they didn't see it for days. <laughs> and the whole time I was like, was that too much? Was I being too genuine? And then finally they read it and they responded. And I was like, thank God. And their response was so nice and lovely. And I was like, thank God, dude. <laughs> I thought I was being so sincere that the person was like, this is, you're weird. You ever, you ever be so sincere to a stranger that they're like, you're fuck you're a fucking weirdo now. I feel like that's me all the time. I feel like I'm always too sincere with someone too quickly. And then what happens is they get weirded the fuck out until they know me better and then they like the sincerity. Then they're like, oh, you're like very honest and sincere to me and, and we're friends and I like it. But when you did it upon meeting me for the second time, I wanted to punch you in the head. And I'm like, bro, why can't I be, why can't I be myself immediately? <laughs> People talk about that with dating. That on a date, you're just lying about who you are so that you can so that it will, it'll work out. And I'm like, I don't do that. But also, you know, my dates either go really well or I hate being there. And maybe that's why. Maybe most people are trying to have like just, you know, medium but okay dates instead of the extremes. I like to live in the extremes though. I don't know. I would rather have a really good date or know I hate someone immediately. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you rather make a joke that you think is funny that someone either laughs hysterically at or is like, that's offensive, I don't like it? It's like the thing with, I've talked about this before, but like, you know, people people on dating apps don't look, they, they make themselves look way different than they are in real life. And I'm always like, I'm going to see you. Wouldn't it be... And what happens is a lot of people go on dates, they see a guy, immediately they see this dude or they see this woman and they're like, oh, immediately you're like, oh, you don't look at all like the person I thought I matched with. And so you start the date with, with you start the date feeling like the person's a liar. 
And then you think like, is that what you wanted? You know that's going to happen. You know I'm going to meet you. You know I'm going to see you and go, what? Wouldn't you rather start the date with me seeing you and going, that's exactly who I thought it was, rather than starting the date with me going, huh? <laughs> like, why, why, are, why are you making it so that your dates start in a hole? I don't get it. Why do you, why do you like dating in, a di- dating in a ditch? Why do you like to date in, a, in the fucking trenches, dude? Dating in a ditch is crazy. So anyway, be careful with your DMs. (laughs) Be careful who you DM. Be careful how you DM. You know? Don't give people the wrong idea. Yeah, I don't know. What I, um, I got like seven minutes. Well, I got like two minutes until the camera goes out, and I'm gonna do I'm gonna do six more because it cut out before six minutes. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. DMs. I've never I've never been a DMer. I've never been a DMer. I've I've never known how to slide into someone's DMs flirtatiously or platonically. I've done it platonically a lot. I've done it flirtatiously a fraction of the of that amount. I've done it platonically maybe 30 times. I've done it flirtatiously maybe 3 times. And it's, you know, it's hard. I don't know. It's very weird. It's also weird to slide into someone's DMs when it's someone who you like see in person. Cause why don't why not just ask him out in life, you know? <laughs> you know, I'm not in like eighth grade anymore. You know what I'm saying? I don't need aim to ask somebody out unless I don't have their number. Unless it's a person I if it's a person I think I'm never gonna see again, then I'll ask them out. Like someone recently, like I met in real life. I didn't get a chance to get their number, so I just immediately followed them, and they followed me back, and the first thing I said was, let's go out. But I don't get the, like, let me slide into your DM and talk about your stories and see a thirst trap and go, you're cute, and then talk about fucking random shit, and then just ask the person out. What? Like, there's not much time left. <laughs> there's no, There's not enough time for me to talk with you about a dog for a week. You know what I'm saying? There's not enough time, dude. There's not enough time for me to send memes back and forth. There's not enough time, dude. Let's just go out. I'm an old man at this point. Okay? I'm 29, bro. If I'm 29 and you're 30, let's either fucking go do something or not, you know? <laughs> it's weird it's weird but some people don't some people don't that never leaves them you know it's interesting too because dating older people like people in their 30s you're like why am i older than you <laughs> you know that happens to me a lot i'm like why am i mentally older than you you know it's in some ways in some ways i'm mentally older than people like dating wise i think i'm mentally older than people but you know, in terms of building a st- structured life, I'm I'm a, I'm fucking seven years old. <laughs> All right, that's the end of this part. I'll see you guys uh, for ten more minutes. Uh, I'll be back. What's up? I'm back. Ten minutes on the clock.
Um, but maybe I'll do a little more. Who knows? Um, yeah. What's up, guys? <laughs> Freddie, yo, you guys hear Freddie Dread? He's so good, dude. He's so good. I just found this dude on, uh, I mean, he's pretty big. Uh, but if you ever heard, heard of Freddie Dread, it's all this, it's all I've been listening to lately. You should check him out. He's fucking amazing. Um, but, um, There's a few things that I've written down that I haven't talked about yet. Uh, oh, th- dude, there's this woman in the street who me and my friend Fernando walked past, and we're going to go to this bar called Toad Hall. So I was just talking to him about the bar, and I was like, Toad Hall? I guess we're going to some bar called Toad Hall. And this girl walking by was like, did someone say my name? And she kind of looked at us. And, but she wasn't like kidding. And I was like, I didn't say it. And then Fernando was like, I don't think anyone said your name. (laughs) But we said it like as we were passing her. And then she just like stood in the street looking around and she didn't seem that drunk. And she was with friends. And I was like, is your name Toad? (laughs) Are you a frog, miss? Are you are you like a are you like a grosser version of a frog, dude? Are you gonna rib it in front of me? Like, what are you talking about, Toad? We're going to a place called Toad Hall. I don't know why it's called Toad. Toad is a weird fucking name for a bar. Is someone calling my name? Honestly, it would be a funny joke if she was like, "Yeah, you said Toad." I'd be like, "This isn't a bad flirt. I hate your voice, but this isn't a bad flirt." But it, that wasn't what it was. It was a genuine, like, did someone say my name? I want to know what her name was. I should have asked her. I should have asked her, but also I didn't want to talk to her at all. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm always in situations where I'm like, I want more information, but I don't want to be having a conversation with you. You know? I want to know everything about why you're being the way you are, but also I don't want to spend another second near you. You're an interesting person, but an awful experience. <laughs> I feel like that describes a lot of motherfuckers. I feel like that describes a lot of motherfuckers. I feel like that describes a lot of people who uh, you like, you know? People who you, you know... I feel like that describes a lot of artists whose shit you like. There's a lot of artists whose... I like their stuff a lot, but I feel like they would be a burden to be around. I feel like if I was around them for more than 15 minutes, I'd be like, we gotta get get out of here before I stab my eyes out. Because if my eyes go, then I can't see his artwork anymore, and I don't have have to have any connection to this man. (laughs) I will go deaf and blind so I don't have to have any more connection to this man's uh, uh, contribution to the world. And instead I can just stick to fucking not being associated with him. <laughs> I'm dumb as hell, dude. I fucking... I, I, I didn't... <laughs> I'm so fucking stupid. I didn't realize... Someone was talking about Korea. And then uh, uh, somehow it was said like... They were talking to somebody else and saying to them... Yeah, there's only one Korea. What are you, dumb? And then in my head, I was like, oh, shit. There is only one Korea. <laughs> I'm very geographically fucking stupid. I, you know, because it's always North Korea and South Korea. So in my brain, I'm like, well, there's two Koreas. And I'm like, oh, no, it's just different parts of it. There's no North 
Well, that I mean, there is. I would say there's no North America and South America, but there is. There's no North U.S. and South U.S. <laughs> you know, during the Civil War, we were all still the United States. Do you know what I'm saying? And Korea, that's all still Korea, even though it's South and North. I think, even now, I'm like, am I saying another dumb thing? How dumb can I fucking be, you know? It's amazing how dumb you can continue to be at 29 years old. Like, there's so much shit I don't fucking know. And there's so much shit that I do that I'm like, this is dumb as hell, dude. I've told you guys about this fucking divot in my jaw. Where they're like, yeah, your wisdom teeth are just eating away at your bone. A fucking year ago. More than a year ago. The guy was like, you should really get it taken out. Or else your, your, your jaw is just going to be super fucking thin. And now I'm like, yeah, but is it going to break? <laughs> it's thin, but is it going to like completely disintegrate? Also, you can't notice it when you see my flesh. So like, it doesn't matter. Like, the muscle still fills in when I clench my teeth. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> also like I keep getting th I keep having things happen to me where I'm like am I sick am I do I have an illness and then I'm like ah let me just wait another day and, and see what happens and then you'll have it for like two days you're like let me just wait you know like a, just like a pain not even an illness just like a pain like a fucking like you I, I felt like I, ha I might have had a blood clot and I'm like it probably isn't one though let me just wait until I seem like I'm gonna die <laughs> And that's how you die. You die trying to wait out an illness. Because cause, cause it's life-threatening and you didn't go and have somebody who is experienced say, yeah, we need to put you on a table and fix you up or you're going to fucking fully die. Damn, I just spit on Mike and it almost, I, think, I think it fucking almost hit the camera. I hope it didn't. That's disgusting. But do you, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Bernie Mac died from walking pneumonia. Right? Didn't he? I could be totally wrong. But I'm pretty sure he died of walking pneumonia. And I don't think walking pneumonia is deadly unless you don't get diagnosed. I've had walking pneumonia. And I lived. Because they saw it. And they gave me antibiotics. Right? So if you fucking have a hard time breathing, go to the doctor, dude. Don't fucking die. If that's not how he died, I apologize. But, like, if that is how he died... What, am I going to let it be me? <laughs> what, am I going to be the next fucking person? To, to, to just be too lazy to live? That's what it is. You're being too lazy to live. Sometimes I'm too... Sometimes I'm too lazy to exist. Do you ever feel that? Today I was thinking that. I was taking a shower... And I'm like, this is so many things I have to do. And it's not. It's not that many things. I walked to the deli to get a sandwich, and I was walking back, and I was like, this is so long. I walked down the block. I walked down the block to pick up a sandwich that was made for me. And that was too much for me. And I'm like, bro, I'm too lazy to exist right now. I'm too lazy to be a human being in the world. And that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you're real sad dude that's when you're real sad when you're too lazy to exist but you're not 
And when you're too lazy to exist and you're too lazy to die. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? That's that's what depression is. That's what fucking being depressed is. You're too lazy to become better, but and you're too and you're too lazy to fucking end your life. <laughs> Oh, shit. Because an effort in either direction is just, I don't want to do it. <laughs> uh, every time someone insults uh, jeans, and I, I talked about this last week too, right? The jeans and shirt. People it, like make fun of it or insult it. I'm always like, I don't care, dude. Who am I dressing differently for? You? I don't know. I, I, I'm just thinking about that lately because I have been thinking like, should I change up my wardrobe? Should I fucking dress differently? And then I'm like, what? how do I want to dress? Like, I want to dress differently, but like, I don't know what the fuck I want to dress in. You know what I'm saying? And then also like, clothes cost money. You know? Clothes and a decorating an apartment are the same thing to me, dude. It's like, yeah, I would love for decorations to be up. But I don't want to spend any money on it. Like, I would love to fucking look suave as hell. But I don't want to spend the amount of money it takes to look suave as fuck. Okay? I want to love... I want someone to like me for the things that come out of my face. That's why I'm wearing a fucking shirt. <laughs> if I want someone to... If I want someone to love me for my shoes... I'd buy some Nikes, dude. It's intentional. I don't know. Sometimes I think... Sometimes I think... Not even I think, I know. A lot of times I, uh, people... People... People perceive... Someone living a simple life... I know I just said the thing about laziness. Too lazy to exist, too lazy to die. But sometimes people perceive a simple outfit or a simple room, or a simple apartment, as someone uh, uh, being too lazy to, to make something better out of it. But sometimes it's intentional. Like, at least for me, uh, uh, wearing better clothes, or dressing up in a fancier outfit, I don't want to do that. The way I talk... I mean, at this point, it's just how I talk, but like there was an intentional, there's an intentional moment in everyone's lives where they're like, I, I need to decide how I want to speak. And when I was a younger kid, when I was in uh, 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 high school, I think, hi was it high school? Or was it middle school? There was a period of my life where I talked very fanciful. I talked with big fucking words, like huge fucking words. And I talked, I tried to talk as smart as humanly possible because I was annoyed that that people thought I was dumb. Um, we're not annoyed. It was just like people, I guess based on how I look, perceived me as not going to be intelligent. And I'm pretty, and like I said, I'm pretty fucking stupid. I thought Korea, <laughs> you know, there's an argument to be made, bro. I, I am dumb as fuck. But with other things, I'm, I, I know what I'm talking about to a degree. And... So for a bit, 
for a little while, I, I, I would get mad that people would assume that I'm dumb, so I would try and talk very smart. But when I tried to talk very smart, I sounded like a cunt. I sounded like an asshole. I sounded like somebody I don't fucking like. And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to talk in a way that makes me feel like I'm connecting with people. And if people think I'm dumb, that's fine. I can be dumb. I don't give a shit. And, and, that, and then I started talking more how I talk. I started talking more in a way that made me feel good and made me feel like I was actually connecting with people and made me feel uh, uh, right with myself. And when, wear, when I wear a shirt and jeans, when I wear just a shirt and pants, sometimes when I wear all black, people give me shit for all black, I feel good. I feel right. I feel like me. And it's intentional. Okay? Like, I bought these shirts. You know? I could buy different pants. I could buy a fucking denim jacket. I don't want to. But if someone tells me I would look good in a certain outfit, I'm buying it. <laughs> I don't want to. But if a woman who thinks I'm fucking cute tells me, hey, you need to change your wardrobe up, I'll be like, hey, man, we're dating. Let's let's try it out. <laughs> That was the last time I majorly changed up my wardrobe. High school. High school, I majorly changed it up. And now I've kind of come back to a little bit of a little bit of a mix between high school and now. Like, I didn't wear jeans for a long fucking time because I only wore jeans in high school. And then I got all, like, colored pants. Like, maroon and brown and black and shit like that. And then I didn't wear, I didn't wear jeans forever. And now I just recently started wearing jeans. And uh, people have told me it looks good. You know what? Who's told me this looks good? Men. Men and women will tell you the fucking complete opposite shit to do with how you look. So many women will tell me to shave. So many men will tell me to never shave. You know? My, fr my friends of mine are telling me to wear jeans. Women will be like, yeah, you don't, you're you going to wear jeans all the time. Also, women wear a lot of fucking jeans, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> it's a lot of jeans on ladies' legs. So, maybe women don't, I don't know. I should ask around more. Maybe it's just the imprinting. It's just that one moment in high school where my girlfriend at the time was like, you wear jeans too much, and then I never wore them again because I was like, oh, my, where is this what? Because, you know, my, your first ever girlfriend, you're like, she. I guess she speaks for every lady. <laughs> I guess she speaks for all of them, right? Because I haven't communicated to many be before this point. And so now I'm, I'm finally talking to a lady who's, like, willing to have sex with, we're having sex with each other. She must be the ambassador. <laughs> she must know what's going on with everybody. But no, she's, you find out later, she's just a person, dude. You find out, you go to a liberal arts school, you make a lot of friends that are female, you date more women, you, you figure out like, oh, everybody's a person. Everybody's got different opinions. Even now I'm saying men tell me to, sh tell me to grow my beard out and women tell me to shave. And it's like, yeah, that, that happens. But then, you know, there are, there's a demographic of women who are like, no, 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 keep the beard forever. Grow it out till it's disgusting. I want to sit on your face while you have it. And there's also women who are like, you're scratching my face. Fuck you. Shave it. <laughs> 
So it goes back to what I said in the beginning. Wear, do what you want to do. Wear what you want to wear. Be be what makes you feel right. Um. Yeah. Wear what makes you feel okay. And like you're yourself. And I feel like I've ended a po- I feel like I ended the last podcast like this. Who the fuck knows? I ended some podcasts like this similarly uh, a while ago. Anyway, I don't know. Everything's blurring together. I don't know. I'm I'm happy to be putting this out. Sorry that I uh, missed a week because of the internet. Uh, I got a guest episode coming out this week as well, so stay tuned. Two episodes this week. Going to be a great time. Uh, my guest is fucking dope. Um, next Dads Like Ducks is September 16th, uh, 7 p.m., Brooklyn Comedy Collective. We have an amazing fucking lineup. Please get there at 7 sharp if you're coming because, you know, we got a tight window, and I, and, and I like to, you know... I don't like this show to go over, but, um, so six thirty doors show up. It'll be a great time. L- would love to have you there. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Anybody who listened to this, anybody who's listening right now at the end, I love you so fucking much. You're fucking awesome, dude. Even if you're not, <laughs> even if you're not for this moment, hell yeah, dude, you're sick. Um, anyway, Thank you for listening, and as always, I love you guys, and I'll see you next week. Mm